Gianni Marico. Excellent. From Montreal. What, what is your website? It's Montreal-Comedy.com. And this is new. You have a big camera set up. You have a thing going on. So what are you doing um, with your website? Well, basically, it says MontrealComedy.com, and I'm, I'm, I will get around to interviewing some of the Montreal comedians, but I'm focusing a little bit on my comedy snobbishness. I basically love... Uh, my, my style of comedy comes out of the uh, Colin Quinn crew and the Opie and Anthony uh, radio show. <clears throat> Sorry. So it's a lot of uh, guys that have appeared on Tough Crowd, uh, gr- gal, uh, gr- uh, girls as well, like uh, uh, I would say Bonnie McFarlane, uh, Lynn Coplitz, you know, from the girl side. And, uh, and Aparna Nancharla, uh, she's, um, she's not in this group of older people, but uh, I find her comedy quite funny. And uh, so that's like the female side. And uh, the rest would be Colin Quinn and his crew, Patrice O'Neill, Greg Giraldo, uh, Jim Norton, Rich Voss, Bobby Kelly, Billy Burr. The, that, that crew that, that was kind of shepherded by uh, the, that I like to call the Colin Quinn crew. That's really cool because, I mean, that sounds, I mean, because those guys are, they're raw, they're real, they're, they're, they're truthful with their words. And uh, you living here in Montreal, do, is it, do you not get that? Is that why it's appealing to you? Um, no, you get it. You have some great comedians here. Uh, two of my favorites, I'll tell you right now. They're, they're, uh, one is appearing here. His name is Morgan O'Shea, and I really love his work. And another guy would be Patrick Akeem, who uh, was living here and has now moved to Toronto to get like a bigger audience and, and whatnot. So those are the two that kind of you know shine in my eyes. And then, of course, there's lesser known. I don't know if you know uh, Harris Stanton. Harris Stanton is a comedian that used to open for Patrice O'Neill and was actually opening for Tracy Morgan at the time that the accident happened and actually the, the bus had flipped, uh, their, their limousine bus had flipped over. And uh, I like his comedy, Hannibal Burress. I really got into the Pete Holmes and uh, the Pete Holmes show. I thought that was, a, that was a cool show that was a little bit different. Uh, and I found that very interesting, and I'm I'm sad to hear that it's been canceled. You know, I saw him this morning on Opie and Anthony. So, uh, oh, I forgot to mention David Tell in that group. And uh, yeah. I well, what, let's talk about Montreal here, then the comedy scene. So, I mean, to move to Toronto to get a bigger audience, what is the regular scene of comedy in Montreal? Is it not as strong? I mean, you got the biggest comedy festival in the world, you know, every year. Uh, I would say that basically. Yeah, you got the biggest comedy festival in the world, but this isn't this isn't New York. It's not Boston, actually. You know, Boston has a major comedy. Uh, from people I've been talking to, some of the heaviest names that come out are like uh, from Boston and L.A., of course. So Toronto's like a New York. Toronto's kind of like an L.A. So I, it makes sense to go out there and get more exposure. Um, we had a club that closed down here, which makes no sense. It was called the Comedy Works, and it was your prototypical uh, brick-backing, uh, uh, brick-wall comedy club. And uh, but something, and, and you also have the Comedy Nest. And one thing that I've... Uh, something like an anomaly, so it's, it's nice that you're interviewing me because it's something I'm picking up out in the city. <clears throat> Sorry, I, uh, I'm a smoker. Uh, what's been happening is that basically these little, like uh, another place called the Comedy Hostels popping up on Thursdays, these little things are sprouting over the city. Uh, like uh, Te- uh, Teatro St. Catherine, which doesn't have a lot of seating, but is very intimate. 
Uh, so, and a lot of people are doing shows in these different venues. So it's almost like this little magical thing is happening. Like uh, comedians are starting to. Uh, I, I think the scene's getting bigger than it used to be. But it's, it sounds like it's coming more of an underground as opposed to big clubs popping open. Yeah, like uh, the Comedy Works was a medium size. I, I, I don't know how many seats, but it wasn't a big, uh, wasn't a big club. The Comedy Nest is a little bit bigger. And uh, yeah, it's like something is coming out of the ground. And uh, I'm also noticing that there's far more comedians uh, than there used to be in the past. I, that almost is, I think, everywhere. You know, everyone sees it on TV, podcasting, and I'm, you get everyone getting excited. Well, I can do that too, you know, but I get the, do you do stand-up at all? I'm 38 years old, and I'll probably run off to Ottawa with a buddy of mine who's who's ha- has two kids uh, and has uh, how do you say it uh, had let go of comedy for a while. And I brought him here yesterday. Uh, I was here with my friend Guido Grasso, who's a comedian, a very good comedian as well, and uh, my friend Pino Perillo. We came down here because I I'm here for the, for the duration, but they came. And their head exploded. I mean, this one guy has two kids, so he had he put it on the back burner completely. Uh, I hooked up with him on Facebook, and then all of a sudden, it's like, all right, I'll come with you for the day. Like, I'll take a day off work, and I'll I'll come out there. And basically, he's like, oh, come on, Johnny, what do, do we do? What, what do we do? I'm like, I don't I don't feel comfortable really going uh, and doing an open mic in my own city. What I'd really like to do is uh, maybe head on down to Ottawa. And do an open mic there. Like if they have one or two nights that are back to back, maybe go and go and try that out. A 38, <laughs> mind you. That's all being said. While uh, Rodney Dangerfield really started cracking at 42, so I don't feel so bad. And if I can have a nice polished set, better a polished set at 38 because uh, I enjoy my life. This is not the only thing I do, but I, I'm moving into doing the podcasting, and I'd like to do some comedy. But I have a lot of interests. This is a major one, but uh, yeah, I definitely would leave the city to go do my first open mic. That's great. I was 38 when I started my comedy, by the way. Okay, so see, we can do it. We can do it. It can be done. You can do it any any time of life. You can start doing it for sure. So uh, throw out your website again. It's Montreal-Comedy.com, and I'm basically. Um, I mean, I'm also, it's, I'm a writer, director, I want to get into production, I want to produce specials, and then, you know, moving on to sales and promotion. Well, good luck with all that, man. I appreciate it, and thanks for joining me on the show. I wanted to ask you one question before we leave. What are your top three comics? My top two, or three? Three. Top three, I would say George Carlin, Louis C.K., and I'll, put, I'll pop a new buddy, a new, a new face in there. I, I really like Aziz Ansari. Yeah, Aziz rocks. So so does Louis. Carlin at the end I found was just a, a little Yeah, just a little, a little too much social commentary, which is great. But I don't know if it's comedy at, at the end. But I do respect all his previous work. For sure. I, I couldn't agree with you more. I mean, uh, complaints and grievances was more just an old man bitching. <laughs> well, thank you very much. I appreciate it very, very, very much. Oh, uh, and a shout out to the Tempe Improv. That's all I hear about is this Tempe Improv <laughs> that everybody talks about out there. And uh, keep rocking, man. It's a beautiful club out there. Hey, um, can you, in French, can you say, um, driving, you're driving with gas, man? Um, ooh, you really, you're, now you've got me on the spot. Vous conduisez avec la benzine. Vous conduisez avec la benzine, monsieur. I love it, man. Thank you so much. I appreciate it.
<laughs> right on, man. 